Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Mistress Carrie. Weekdays 10 to 3 on WAAF. Podcasts are always online and on your schedule at WAAF.com. Paul Mercurio. What's up there, Missy? How are you? I'm really good. One of my favorite people. I didn't know you were going to call today. Yeah, well, I'm coming to town. Uh, I'm going to be at, uh, I'm performing in Worcester this week on the grand opening of a new club called Woo Ha Ha in Worcester. And um, I'm coming in Friday and Saturday doing shows the 18th and 19th. And I wanted to say hi and talk to you and connect and maybe hang out. If you're wait, right. wait, 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 wait. I have been begging you for, how long have I known you now? How many years? Yeah. I've yeah. been begging you to come here and do a gig. Yeah. And, you're going to be in Worcester Friday and Saturday night, and I'm going to be in Vegas. Yeah, well, it's not my fault you decided to start stripping on the side. And you know, <laughs> that, with that hot body, with the, your dog in one hand and your boobs out in the other hand, you know what I mean? <laughs> <clears throat> so you got to go do your stripping gig. I get it. Yeah, you no, know, I mean, you know, you got to put food on the table, there. baby. <laughs> I can't believe you're not going to be there. Oh. So you're breaking yeah. in a new club? That's cool. Yeah, it's uh, folks that own uh, the Laugh Boston Club, which is, you know, they're one of the clubs they have in Boston there. They opened this club. And, uh, man, last I haven't been in Worcester in a while. My buddy went to WPI, and we used to go to his apartment and get hammered and then throw stuff off the porch of his apartment onto the uh, he was He lived in a second-floor tenement, and <laughs> we would have these keggers and then just toss stuff off the <laughs> off the porch it was crazy and <laughs> then somebody would run over with their four by four and then there'd be like three nerdy engineers down on the on the ground with brooms sweeping everything up and, and then they so the cops wouldn't notice so uh and i used to go to the place called the boynton restaurant there which is i think gotten to turn nice it was a bar and they had like two dollar pitchers of beer and it was just you know it was just crazy but uh yeah it'll be good to be back and I'll try to go, you know, see some friends and stuff while I'm in town. But Worcester's yeah. changed a lot. There's a lot of development, and, I mean, the city is awesome. So it doesn't surprise me that they're opening up a new comedy club. That's really yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, the, the people who run it do a nice job, so I'm pretty psyched. So, yeah, we got shows Friday and Saturday, and uh, hope folks can come out. But, yeah, you know, doing my thing. Getting yeah, of course you're coming to town when I'm going to be gone. Of course. And, you know, well, you got to come down to New York, and you got to hang out. you got to come to a late show taping and hang out, and we'll go out. And I would love that. We have strip clubs here. You could work here, you know. On the <laughs> <laughs> hey, can I tell you, ask you something? Are you finding this, um, this whole PC thing, like, do you have to be careful what you say on the radio more so than you did in the past? Well, like, listen, everything post-Janet Jackson boob at the Super Bowl, it's a new world. <laughs> exactly. That's hilarious. I, it's not even just, like, as a performer, but, like, in life. I feel like people want to find a controversy when there is none, right? Like, my wife and I are walking our dog in Central Park. It's a law. You're supposed to have your dog on a leash. 
and we did, and there was a guy whose dog wasn't on the leash, and um, his dog looked really aggressive. So my wife said to him, you know, your dog really should be on a leash. It's scaring people. She was really nice about it. And he, and you could tell, like, he just was, like, looking to start a fight in an argument. He goes, why, because it's a pit bull? That's what he says. Like, implying that we were racist toward pit bulls. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like no, because it's got a baby in its mouth. That's why. Okay? Ah! That's why, because it just pooped a family of six. That's why, okay? Like, you can't, you know, when I was a kid, you were a kid. I get Halloween. I get dressed as a hobo. You can't do that. Today. I did that too. You did that. Yeah, my my parents were working all the time, like two jobs. They didn't have any money. They were like, "Oh God, it's, we forgot it's Halloween. It's five o'clock here. Take Daddy's old clothes and go run around and get candy." You could, you know, what people would do today? They'd write letters. They'd be a march. You want to know why? Because a hobo's a homeless person. Our parents dressed us as homeless people and sent us out onto the streets at night to collect free food in front of real homeless people. And it sucked. I never got candy. Every house, baked beans and a harmonica. That was oh. it. It's just gotten My nice. mom's a nurse, and one year I was trying to figure out what I wanted to be, yeah. and I was like, I want to be a mummy. <laughs> so she brought home, like, a case of ace bandages from the hospital. Oh, my God. And wrapped me up. But you know how Halloween is up here. Yeah. It's always friggin' cold. So she made me wear a friggin' snowsuit and then wrap up like a mummy. So, like, getting dressed in a snowsuit isn't bad enough when you're a kid because as soon as you put it on, you got to pee. And you can't put your arms down. But now I'm wrapped in a never-ending strip of ace bandages. Oh, that's hilarious. The pictures you're like, you're like of the my childhood the... are horrifying. Oh, my God. Tell me about it. You're like the kid in the Christmas story where their mother just ran. Yeah, I can't put around. my arms down. I can't put my arms down. You yeah. looked like a tick about to explode. Exactly, exactly. But I miss those days. I mean, it was like, I don't know, it was more innocent then. I've, got, I've gotten jaded. I don't know. If, like, I don't know if it's because I'm living in, I grew up in Providence, Rhode Island, but, you know, it, it's kind of a small town, obviously, compared to New York. And I don't know, maybe living in New York can be jaded, but, and I don't know if you've gotten this way, if you've gotten older, but, like, I, nothing phases me anymore. I'm just, like, I, there, I literally saw a rat running with a whole green apple in its mouth. <laughs> running right across Broadway in front of the Ed Sullivan Theater at the, where I work at the Late Show. Just booking across the street with a giant green apple in its mouth. And a couple of years ago, I would have been like, oh, my God, that's disgusting. Now I'm like, good for him. He's eating healthy. You know? uh, <laughs> well, do you see that squirrel that was eating the egg roll? It's like yeah, they're getting exactly. famous on the Internet now. Exactly. There was a rat that was eating, pulled a piece of pizza all the way down the stairs. Yeah, I saw the that one. Yeah, exactly. That thing got more hits than my comedy. I can't. I'm scared. It's so annoying. You should have started a hashtag for the apple rat. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, he was into it. He had like Lululemon pants on. He was really working out. He was, he was great. But um, yeah, so it's. We were raised to be tough. We were raised in the era of no helmets, screw seat belts. Why do you need tempered glass? Like we we dodged death on a daily basis, and we didn't even know it. Oh God, we we had a Pontiac Bonneville station wagon growing up, a power everything, and we would make these cross country trips to visit. Uh, our relatives, some of whom moved to California from Rhode Island, and it was there were no seatbelts. I'm like in the back, standing up, like you know, down my knees, like, and it was all metal and no seatbelts. Like the, the dashboard, everything was metal. So when you got in an accident, you knew you were going to die. <laughs> there was not going to be a question about it. Like it was just, 
insane. Remember, because it's supposed to snow this weekend. Remember those, the blade sleds that we had when we were kids? And the blades were actually really sharp? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could have severed an artery and bled out on the hill. Exactly. And we would have been like, oh, come on, Carrie, you're not going to bleed on the hill, are you? We got to... we're gonna, we want to sled some more. Can you bleed over there? Not the blood's sled. melting the snow. Come on, you're ruining it. You're ruining it. Oh, God. I met my wife in high school. We grew up together. We grew up in Providence, so we've been together a while. And, Providence uh, chicks are tough. Yeah, she, although, you know, we're Italian, and she's like a wasp, right? So, and, you know, uh, we had... We date a few months, and then I brought her over to the family for the big Italian dinner, you know? Oh, Sunday, yeah. You know, with, like, eight forms of pasta and 17 loaves of bread and a heart attack station right there. To and jump. a bowl of squid jiggling on the table. Squid, right, and diet pills for if you got diabetes while you eat. And, like, it's just food on top of food on top of food. She comes, and she's like a quiet, like, mousy kind, and her family's quiet and very proper. And so we're leaving. I go, what would you think? She goes, oh, I had a good time. I go, she goes, but why was everybody so mad at each other? I go, what do you mean? She goes, why was everybody yelling at each other? I go, we weren't yelling. That's how we talk. What are you talking about? It's like, pass the meatballs. What did you mean by that? <laughs> I never loved you. What's wrong with you? People don't understand us. Like, for Christmas, the whole freaking family comes to my house, right? Right. And I make lasagna. Right. And I'm like, well, if I'm going to make one, I might as well make five. So I lined up on the island in my kitchen all these lasagna pans because I'm like, well, I got to have one for dinner and then you got to have one for like, you know, late night snacking and then everybody's going to come back over here the next day. So you got to have a lasagna for that. Then you got to have a couple spares in the freezer just in case you get unexpected company. Right. And then you need another one if you're going to go to Jordan's and shop furniture just so you have something to chew on while you're looking around. Yeah. So it was like an assembly line in a Ford plant. I was just making lasagna (laughs) all day. Did you... Did you have a relative with the plastic on the furniture? Did oh, yeah, of course. It? Yeah, yeah. We we didn't have – my grandmother had it, but my house didn't have it because my our house was a pigsty growing up because my mother started this furniture business, which she still has. She's 91. And so we were always working in the business, and the house was a mess. And, and for people who listen, it's a very ethnic thing. It's like Italian, I think, Latinos, Jews. Like there's that one room in the house where you go in only at, like, Christmas and Easter – and there's, uh, you know, and they put the plastic on the furniture because so, it's the really nice furniture. And the minute you sit in it, within like two minutes, you're sitting in a pool of your own sweat. And in the same room, there's a picture of the Pope, Jesus, and Frank Sinatra. And John and, Kennedy. And John Kennedy, exactly. And, and, and our house was, and the, and the John Kennedy and the Frank Sinatra pictures are like twice the size of the Pope and the Jesus picture. And... And and uh, and the, and the, and, the, and and our house though was so bad. Someone broke into the house and they took the stereo. They didn't touch another thing in the house. They were in and they were out. <laughs> and a cop came over to take a police report. And he stood in the middle of the living room and he went, looks around. He goes, "Oh my God, this guy was an animal. He really ransacked the place, huh?" He thought the guy ransacked the house. That's how bad it was. <laughs> it was like, I'm like, yeah, he left salami out all day. He threw a bra in the lampshade. He was crazy. He was crazy. You can leave salami out all day. It's salted. It's fine. Yeah, you know, it's fat and, you know, other things, little brown things. It's fine. <laughs> Mortadella. How about that? How about that as a food? Oh, it's just so good, though. And shove fat in it. That's just the kind of... <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, it is good though. When you, it's like it's uh, it's with a good fresh Italian bread. Oh. It. oh my god! There's nothing better. Oh my god! Crazy. See, we know how to eat. We might be dysfunctional, but we know how to eat. Yeah, exactly. And there's no there's no hidden like emotion, like. Like, you know, like my wife's family, like, they wouldn't talk about anything. They just get divorced. We don't get divorced. We just live through it and yell at each other and throw meatballs at each other. You know what I mean? Like, Well, you're going to spend the rest of your life spending all your energy making that other person as miserable as they make you. Exactly. That's the Italian way. Exactly. I got asked this question, actually, about, like, growing up Italian and, you know, because I've been with my wife a long time and relationships and how do you make relationships work. And this person, I was on a a TV show, and they asked me, who do you think manipulates more in a relationship, men or women? And I I didn't, I had to think about it, and I was like, I don't think it's more. I think everybody manipulates. I think women maybe can do it more effectively and better than men, because women have more control of the sex situation, so they can use sex to manipulate. And that's okay, because great things have been achieved by men, because women have used sex to manipulate. Like the caveman he only invented fire because there was a woman whining, it's too cold to have sex. Boom, fire, right there. Yeah. Got it for you. Let's go, right? Hey, my theory has always been rock and roll wouldn't exist if women weren't bitches. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> that's exactly There's right. a lot of great music that's come out of us being bitches. That's exactly right. That's what half the songs are about. That's like, right. Wanting you, getting you, not having you. Losing you, losing you, hating you, hating wanting you. to stab you in your sleep. Exactly. <laughs> that's, <laughs> see, that's why you and I couldn't date because we would be like crazy passion, and then we'd be throwing knives at each other, and then like, felonies. Yeah, and then felonies. <laughs> oh, you know, God, I'm so crazy. bummed. I'm gonna miss you this weekend. Will you please come up here? When I am not in Vegas, so we can yeah. hang out, for God's yeah. sake. But only if you make me a lasagna. Hell yeah, I got three in the freezer. <laughs> I love it. Uh, All right, so tell everybody where you're going to be again so they can I'm come and hang out with you. Woo-ha-ha, W-O-O-ha-ha, Woo-ha-ha Comedy Club in Worcester. This Friday and Saturday, it's uh, premiere weekend, uh, grand opening, and you can go to woohaha.com and get tickets. Please come, please hang out. Um, I'm going to have giant pictures of you everywhere, posters, <laughs> in your stripper garb, and um, have fun in Vegas. I'm jealous you're going. I wish I were there in Vegas. I know. Fun. It's going to be a good time. I just hope I can make it back with the snow. We'll see. All right. Maybe well, I'll, I'll get never... trapped in Vegas. Oh, my God. The oh, hell, the torture. Uh, well, you know what? Can you send over lasagna to my hotel? Or... Yeah, no problem. <laughs> All right, I hope I'll have my mother day. bring it over. Good luck with that. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Oh, God. Uh, we'll hang out. We'll tell stories and eat lasagna. It'll be awesome. Perfect. Uh, all right. Well, thank you. Mistress Carrie, weekdays 10 to 3 on WAAF. Podcasts are always online and on your schedule at WAAF.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law.